0: Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Last week, I started a series on missions. And I thank God for the word my father brought. The John the Baptist in the bush somewhere, people were flopping to him. Amen. And the same anointing come over us and over you, where you become a magnet for the gospel. Amen. Where your life begins to attract men and women for the gospel. And the, one of the words that he spoke was, Those, The difference between us and the world is, in the sight of God, they are dead. For with that, he, whoever rejects the Son of God has no life. That is why the Bible says that in 1 John. So we, we, it, it is evident we are a lot of people walking dead. They are breathing, working, eating, doing everything. But in the sight of God, they are dead. Aren't you glad you have life? He says, I came that they might have life. And not just have life, but have life more abundantly. Amen. And I pray that you walk in the abundance of life Christ has for you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Making missions our mission. Making missions our mission. Many a time when we come to church, and I mean, it's time we went back to the old gospel. Amen. It's time we, we went back to the cross. But I believe also that we also have to obey and live by the word of the Lord. Amen. What God wants for us to do and how he wants us to for us to lead our lives and continue from last week I'm going to be brief The last word that the Lord spoke before his ascension are recorded in the first chapter of the book of Acts. so we're going to I'm trying to behave myself (laughs) amen so I'll stay here Amen. The the last word of Jesus before his ascension is in book Acts of the Apostles, chapter number one. And as believers and followers of Christ, I believe that the last command should be our first concern. Amen. Amen. I said his last command must be our first concern. And must also be our priority because that is the first, the last word he said before he ascended into the heavens. So, if it be his last word, then it must be our first priority to fulfill that word. If you believe it, say amen. So the Bible says in Acts chapter number 1, reading from verse number 8, and I know as church people and Christian folks, we quote these scriptures indiscriminately, we anyhow. But today I want us to just take some time and just look at the word of the Lord. Amen. Can you give me that in the already in the amplifier? It says, but you will receive power and ability when Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit comes upon you. How many of us have quoted scriptures and have used it for prayer meetings and conferences and everything? And you will be my witnesses. You will be what? My witnesses. Amen. You receive power, one, and ability, two, when the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, of just men made perfect, comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses. So one of the first assignment of the Holy Spirit, it is not for us to speak in tongues. Even though tongue speaking is the evidence of the Holy Spirit. But it is not the assignment of the Holy Spirit. The first assignment of the Holy Spirit to God's people is to be effective witnesses. Turn to your neighbor and say, are you effective witnesses? Today in the Christendom, the great commission has become the great omission. We don't want to know. I said to you from from last week, this is what we are going to do. Amen. We are going to minister missions. We've got to be obedient-minded. We've got to... be source-minded. We've got to be people-minded. Because as many as there is a difference between us and the unbelievers are dead in the sight of God. It is the desire of God that none should perish. So if they are dying, it is me and you. It is because we are not doing what we are being called. And commission to do. You are waiting to become a pastor. You are waiting to become a bishop. You are waiting to become an evangelist before you share your faith. But whilst you are doing what you are doing, you've got to find the opportunity to share Christ and to share your faith. Now, many are dying because we refuse to share our faith. I won't get a lot of amens for this, but I know this is what God wants us to do. Amen. So, so that you receive the power and you be witnesses. And in the amplifier, it says to tell people about me. Who are you telling God about? Say, the power to be witness, not to talk about your watches. Amen. But to tell people about me. This month, who have you talked about Christ? I said to people all the time, when we go and we find bargains, we get on WhatsApp, we get on phone, a house of Fraser is doing 70% off. There's a great sales on there and all the shops. But we never tell people that are close to us or our colleagues that Jesus loves you. That Christ died for you. That you can't continue to live in sin. He paid the debt. He, he, he covered and removed your sin. He said that when you receive their power, you don't talk about yourself. Now there's so much self in Christendom today. And in the church, it's about me. And they didn't put me where I sit. Amen. They didn't address me properly. Everything is about their self. Me, 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 myself, and I. And where is God in it? He said that. You will be an effective witness and you talk about me. Who? Not Eric Mackay, but Christ. His suffering, his crucifixion, and his resurrection. That is what we talk about. That is what we are living for. And that is what we will continue to live for. Because until we fulfill the assignment, Christ is not coming. Amen. So I say that if it is his last word before his ascension, then it must be our first concern as a believer. When we receive When we confess him, it is then our responsibility to also go out there and and talk about him. Many of you say, I don't have anything to talk about. How God provided for me. How God rescued me. How God saved me. It doesn't have to be anything dramatic. Amen. How he put food on your table. How God helped you raise up your children. How he helped you to make provision for your family. How he provided for you a job, a career, a ministry, a business. Is God being glorified in your life? Both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria, And even to the ends of the earth. These last words of Christ are the marching order for his church. Amen. Amen. (laughs) This is his marching order for the church. So the church has no other business than telling. People about Christ. Amen. That is why I am saying that making mission our missions. Missions our mission. That should be the only business of the church. And all the other things shall be added. Their prosperity shall come. We felt some testimony in this house this morning. They were minding their own business and the church people were sending checks in the post. Amen. When you take care of God's business, he will take care of yours. So that is the command for the church. That beginning from Jerusalem, Jerusalem is where you are at. In this case, in Bristol. Then in all Judea, and Samaria, and even to the ends of the earth, which includes every nation, and every country, every village that you can think of. There is no exclusion to the gospel. Amen. So until nothing will change from this command until his return. So we should be busy doing the father's business. And this is the heartbeat of God. God is not moved when we prosper. Even though it is his world, beloved, I wish above all things. That you will prosper. You'll be in good health and you will prosper. It is the will of God for us to prosper. But our prosperity does not move him. Our cars do not move God. Our houses will never move God. It has never been. Because he... Not just one mansion, but several mansions in my father's house can you imagine a house with mansions you have a you have a house in a mansion but this one is a house and mansions can you imagine that God we're talking we're talking of a God whom his street is paved with gold what house on this earth will move him our houses will not move him but when a soul is saved There is great rejoice in the heaven. It moves God when a soul is saved. That is the heartbeat of God. The Lord delights to see a soul saved. And he's counting on you and he's counting on me to bring that joy to him. this purpose and his purpose remains unchanged in hebrews we are admonished and encouraged that he is the same god he is not like me and you we 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 we, we are loyal today we are disloyal tomorrow we are best friends today tomorrow we are enemies we are changing constantly and daily, if not hours. But the Lord remains the same. So he will not change his mind for his commission. He will not say that, no, no, now my body, my my church, now stop about the great commission. Don't talk about the, don't talk about me. Talk about your cast. So the commission remains unchanged. Why? Because he came to rescue the lost. And so long as we have the lost around us, the mandate is still active. Amen. So long as we have the perishing among us, the commission is still in force. Not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to the salvation of his name. Who are you leading to Christ? Is your life bringing people to Christ or your life is expelling people away from Christ? These great words in art simply retreats What we also known as the Great Commission in Matthew chapter number 28. Amen. Can you project that for me? Matthew chapter number 28. Reading from verse number 18 to verse number 20. Now the 11 disciples went to Galilee. To the mountain which Jesus had designated. And when they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted. And last week I touched on that the doubters, he was not talking to the church. These are the people who have been with him for three years. They have understood him. He has spoken with them. He had ate with them. They have shared joys together. They have seen miracles happen, signs, and wonders. And yet, when he was with them, some doubted. That is, it was really he. Jesus came up and said to them, All authority, all power of absolute rule in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. And now, beloved, I realize that discipleship is not just coming to church. We have many people in church who are not disciples. That is why you can't share your faith. Amen. The reason why we can't share our faith, and next week, by the will of God, I will do a sub-series, Why We Don't Evangelize. Because to be able to do effective evangelism, it is not just Minister Christ and his team. Evangelism is not just for a a cross-section of the church. It's not a departmental ministry. It is for everybody. It is for everybody. It is for everybody. It is our first mandate as a believer and a disciple. It is our duty and responsibility to evangelize. It is not just for the evangelist and for the, a, a department. Amen. Are you receiving something for today? Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations. In Acts 1, 8, can we cross-reference that? In Acts 1, 8. say so that is his last word before his ascension. And in Matthew, repeating the same, Go make disciples of all nations. Help the people to learn of me. Believe in me and obey my words, baptizing them in the name of the Father, not a church, in the name of the Son, not a man, and of the Holy Spirit, not a doctrine or denomination. In Acts eight, when the power has come upon you and you become witness to me you will tell people about me both in jerusalem and in all judea and samaria and to the ends of the earth and it still remains the same amen it still remains the same so it is not a coincidence nor accident nor chance that Jesus' last word as recorded in the book of Acts, as we have read before ascension. Amen. And Matthew also echoed the first that he spoke when he began his public ministry. I, I want to just take my time so that we can understand this together as church. That we can move together. Amen. Amen. In Acts chapter number 1, 8, and in Matthew 28, 18 and 20, where the last words of Jesus in his ascension, it is not also coincidence when you follow through his, his first word when he began his public ministry. I mean, it's, it's amazing. Amen. His first word when he began his public ministry. What did he say? And this is also recorded in the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter number 4. Will you turn with me to Matthew chapter number 4. Amen. And this is Jesus walking on the sea of Galilee. Then he saw two brothers, maybe for illustration, somebody I hear somebody saying Peter. Yeah, that is what the Bible says in Peter. But for illustrative purposes, let me say, Maybe Eric and Zadok, Or maybe Eric and Paul. Or maybe uh, Collins and Eric. So that for better understanding. Amen. But according to the word, it is Peter, Simon Peter, and Andrew, his brother. Amen. And when they were fishermen, they were at sea fishing. And what Jesus said to them is, Follow me. Follow me and I will make you fishes of men. That was the first word Jesus spoke when he began his public ministry. He was calling his disciples. He did not say, follow me for I will make you a great preacher. Follow me for I will make you a healer. Follow me for I will make you prosperous. But he said, follow me and I will make you fishes of men. Is anybody getting anything from this? And this clearly also states his evangelistic mission that he did not just come to form churches, but he came to rescue the perishing. For which me and you were both chief. We were all lost. In sin. In iniquities. In everything imaginable. But the grace of God. Located us. And saved our soul from perishing. That today. We can call ourselves. Sons and daughters. Of the most high. Matthew chapter number 4. Reading from verse number 9. And he said unto them. Follow me and I will make you fishes Of men. And he said to them. The first one was the King James. Can we have the King James. Matthew 4.19. Yes. And he said unto them. Follow. He said unto them, follow me, and I will make you. I think on Commanding your Future, we talked about making. You can make yourself, and also God can make you. Absalom said, I will make myself a king. And we saw the destruction of his life. But David, the Lord made David a king. And we know the difference. So he said, follow me, and I will make you. So we don't make ourselves. It is the Lord that maketh. For so we don't often know how to make. Many a time when we even try to evangelize, we, we, we bruise the harvest. Can you imagine the Lord said the harvest is ready, but the laborers are few. Many of us, we get into the combine harvester. We don't know how the machine operates. And we just jump into it and we begin to harvest. By the time we know, we have bruised the whole harvest. We have damaged and destroyed the harvest. And they don't want to know. But I say, I will make you. So we surrender ourselves under his tutelage to make us. Amen. To make us. They were experienced at their business. But when it comes to fishing for men, Jesus was their master. Amen. Well, guys, now you are fish enough for fish. It's time to launch into the deep. And this time, you are not bringing tilapias and the hakes and the snappers. And the ones you love very much. So in God's fishing net, it's not the tilapia you eat that we might have eternal life and have life abundantly. Is anybody receiving anything? So throughout his ministry, this purpose did not change. Jesus consistently taught his purpose to seek and to save that which was lost. How many of us sometimes as believers we rejoice when people are lost? (laughs) Somebody say no. But our behavior and attitude towards the sinner with a still conscience, we don't care that they are lost and they are dying and they are going to hell and they are perishing. We just enjoy our life. It is us rejoicing over the loss. You don't have to throw a party to rejoice that somebody is lost. But your, your inability to witness, to share that love, to, 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 to tell about Christ, for that lost soul, that perishing soul, is your rejoicing. Because if you really want that soul to be saved, whereas the lost heart is beating, my people, my people, my people, if only they will turn to me, if only they will receive me, if only they will look up to me. If only they will obey and take my way. I am ready to take their burden away. I am ready to deliver them. I am ready to rescue them. If only they will confess and receive in their heart. If they will give me the chance to be Lord over their lives, I will turn their captivity around. That is all he's he's thinking about. That is all his heart is beating and pumping. And we sit and we are busy eating in restaurants when the waiter that is serving us is going to hell. We are very easy to give them a tip. But we are not careful to tell them, God loves you. God bless you. Jesus died for you. And we are watching them dying daily. Beloved, that is the mission for the church. Like my father said, John the Baptist man, he was a crazy preacher. If I'm to preach some of the sermons of John the Baptist tomorrow next week, nobody will show up. <laughs> you brood of vipers! Who warned you? And these people are coming to hear the gospel and say they are brood of vipers. Hypocrite. If I say, if, if I go to Galatians 3 and say, Oh, ye Galatians, who has bewitched you? He says, Oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Ah, Pastor says we are foolish. <laughs> that is it. But the guy was preaching some, and yet it was cutting their heart, and yet they wanted more. They kept coming. Beloved, the truth is only one. And you can't do nothing against the truth, but the truth itself. We can preach prosperity. We can preach our holy, But if we don't go out and disciple the nations as God himself has mandated us and commissioned us, beloved, you will be surprised that come at the end of our journey, the Lord will say, I do not know you. But Lord, I did this. I was preaching thousands of people. But there were millions out there who did not hear your preaching. There were thousands out in the streets who did not hear your preaching. I do not know you. Beloved, let God's heartbeat be our heartbeat. Let his last words be our first concern. Go ye into all the nations. And isn't it amazing that he did not leave us unequipped. But he gave us the Holy Spirit. The power to witness. And not only the power, but also gave us the ability to witness. So if you have the Holy Spirit, you can't say, I cannot witness. Because you've got the power and you've got the ability. And that is all you need. To tell someone about Christ. So, as we continue in this week. Into the next month. This is going to be our mission. 10 your workplace into a mission field. Turn your home into a mission field. Turn your marriage into a mission field. Turn your business into a mission field. Wherever you find yourself, there is an opportunity to share your faith. And beloved, there is no other gospel other than the gospel of Christ. His suffering His crucifixion and his resurrection and all the other things will just come. Anything when we follow the heartbeat of Christ, it is the Lord that brings the increase. In Acts chapter number 1, verse number 15, there were only 120. In Acts chapter number 2, verse number 41, there were 3,000 added to the church. All through scripture, you see the progression as a result of going through the uttermost part of the world to talk about Jesus. Jesus. In Acts 2, 47, they added to the church daily, praising God and having favor with all people, and the Lord, and not the pastor, and not the deacons, and the Lord added to the church daily, such as should be saved. And in Acts 4, chapter, verse number 4, it says, there were 5,000 men, how be it, many of them which had the word believed, and the number of them, men was about 5,000, added to the church. Because some people, some disciples, did not keep silence. And the whole of others, records of the increase that came as a result of obeying the word of the Lord. In Acts 5 number 14, verse number 14 says, and believers were the more added to the Lord. Multitude, both men and women. Now you see the progression. 120, 3,000, many, 5,000, multitude. Not few, but multitude. So you see progression and these people were doing what they were called to do. What they have been commissioned to do and the Lord gave the increase. You don't go out and you expect the Lord to give the increase. You don't obey the the, the commission and you want the increase. It doesn't happen like that. Amen. You are at war with your brother and your sister, and you want the Lord to give the increase. Bible says they shared everything together, they were united, they praised God, and the Lord added unto them daily. Will the heartbeat of God be your heartbeat? I know it's not a message that you came to here to excite you. By to transform your life. Can you imagine you are working in people are mentioning your name? Do you remember under that mango tree? You talked to me about Christ. People will see you, they recognize you. If it had not been for this sister, for this brother, I will not be here. And then your 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 crowns, I say, He who wins souls is so wise. Enter into your mansion, and your mansion is full of crowns for the many souls you have won for Christ. If it was a slice, then it might be very important to him. If it was the very last word he spoke before he left to the Father, then that word must be very, very important to him like a dying person the little energy they will have they will gather and they will speak their last and that will become their wish they won't fulfill before he left on earth to the father he says you receive the power I will send for the power and when the power comes upon you you receive ability and power, not to amount weight for yourself. Some of us, our abilities and our power and our strength is to amount weight for ourselves. But this power and ability will allow you to talk, will give you the boldness, will give you the courage, will give you the, the, the peace to talk about me. When was the last time you talked about Christ? I'll leave you with that. Thank you, Jesus. When was the last time you talked about Christ? Not just for yourself and how he blessed me and how he delivered me and how he rescued me and how he provided for me and not my neighbor. But you talked about his saving grace. That I was once like you. I was even worse than you. But he had mercy on me and transformed my life. He can do the same for you. That is talking about Christ, not by ourselves. Ulu lift a prayer. Say, Father, touch my heart. I don't know what word you received today. But beloved, we are not going to shift from this word. We will stay here till you become fed up with the word. And that will be the time the word will become effective in your life. I want you to lift a prayer. How many of us here have been baptized in the Holy Ghost and yet we have not witnessed to one soul in our lifetime, and yet we we are the loudest when it comes to speaking in tongues. The Holy Spirit is not just to blast in tongues, but it is to bring souls, it is to win souls, it is to talk about Christ, because the power is not to shout, it is clear in the Bible when the Holy Spirit has come upon you you receive power and ability to be witnesses and the amplifier said to talk about me who are you talking to about God talk to him let his heart beat be your concern Let his last word before ascension be your first priority. Thank you, Jesus. Talk to him for the next 30 seconds. Talk to him. Talk to him. You are here you say, Pastor, I don't even know what you are talking about. Because I'm mean, i in church, but my life is not for Christ. My life is not for Christ. I, I don't know what you are talking about because me, myself, I need to be witness. I need to be disciple. I need to be talked to about Christ. You are that person and the word of God has breaked your heart today. You say, I want to receive this power to obey and to fulfill this mandate. I want the heartbeat of God be my heartbeat. God will not give us a pass because we were in church. Thank you, Father. He called Peter and he called Andrew. Before they could be fishers of men, they themselves had to be fished. Before they could fish for others. You are here today and say, Pastor, I want to commit my life to Christ. And every heart lift to the Lord. Let us pray with you. In In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. the name of Jesus. Thank you, father. Thank you, father. You say, pastor, I want to commit my life to Christ. I want to be fished so that I can fish for others. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Now, wherever you are, begin to lift up your hands and begin to pray. Father, let your heartbeat be my heartbeat. Let your heartbeat be my heartbeat. Passion for the lost, the passion to be effective witness, the power, the ability to reach out in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Thank you Father Of God Jesus amen did you receive something for today hallelujah if you did why don't you put your hands together for the Lord may the Lord bless you and keep you and watch over you increase your endeavors and give you passion for the lost in Jesus mighty name amen